Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. Hey, real quick, this episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello, hello, and welcome to the new Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at case.kenny on Instagram. And this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 330. Hello, my friend. Welcome to a fresh new episode of New Mindset Who Dis. As always, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And today, I want to touch on a topic that I've definitely talked about before. Uh, it's a topic I even wrote a book about, and that's being single. But recently, I've been doing a lot of interviews on other people's podcasts, and this topic always comes up. Usually something along the lines of case, you know, you talk a lot about singlehood, you talk about why it's an amazing thing. You wrote a book, you say single is your superpower. What does that mean? Tell us about that. And inevitably, I love talking about this subject, but inevitably, I end up using the word stigma, the stigma of being single, because that's really what it is. There's a negative stigma. There's a negative connotation around not being in a relationship. And that stigma hurts our mental health. It does. It really, really does. And it's a weird thing because I think about this and it's it's usually not the fact that we don't have a partner. It's usually not the fact that we're frustrated in our dating life that hurts our mental health. You know, sure, that's part of it for sure. But I found that those in large part, in large part aren't the driving factors behind our mental health and our lower self-esteem. I found that really it's this stigma it's this cultural, societal stigma that's associated with not having a partner that really does impact our mental health, and it impacts our mental health most. It's the assumptions we make as a result of this stigma. It's a crazy thing. And so I want to hop on here and talk about this briefly because I think it is a very, very important topic that if you're not careful, it's easy, especially the older you get, to start making really low energy, negative assumptions about yourself because you're single, 
because society labels that as a bad thing. And we've borrowed that from society and made it our own. We think it's a bad thing. It's not our fault, but we've gotten to this point where we're influenced so much that we think it really is a true stigma. And I just think this is such a backwards way of thinking, of course, and we need to do everything in our control, everything in our self-awareness toolkit to counter this. And again, this is coming from me. This is coming from my experience. I'm 33 years old now. I'm a straight guy living in Chicago. In my 20s, I was always in relationships, um, several long-term relationships, two years, three years, um, several shorter ones, everything in between. And then in my early 30s, very single, like not even really even dating for years and years and years. And now, currently, I am dating. I'm dating someone. That's great. I can look back and also have this experience and this perspective of being very serious, not dating, everything in between. And so I have this perspective. Um, I have the perspective of a man. And I know, of course, that's different from the pressure, the perspective maybe of a woman. Um, and I'm straight as well. So I know that might be different from different relationship types. Um, and I do know and I do recognize that there's different pressure for different people. There's biological pressure. There's all that. There's a, there's a ton to tackle here, of course. And I wouldn't be able to do it all justice. I recognize that. But I think I can help when it comes to the mental pressure that we have. And I want to talk about that, the stigma that we borrow from society and allow to become our own. And so it's like, no matter how old you are, no matter how you identify, no matter what your relationship history is, I think one of the worst questions you can be asked is, why are you single? And it really can eat eat you up inside when you're asked this question. It's easy to be like, well, man, I don't know. I really shouldn't be single. I don't want to be single. Um, And therefore, you arrive at some negative assumption about yourself. We feel this pressure. We make assumptions and we get to this very negative place very quickly. It's human nature. Uh, And we do that as opposed to the answer I think we should all have to this question of why are you single, which is, well, I'm single because I'm single. (laughs) And that is it. Um, Like, I I won't go into this too much because I've done episodes on this in the past, but literally the answer to the question of why are you single is you're single because you're single. That's it. That's, there's nothing deeper than that. You're not single because you're unlovable. It's not because you're lame. It's not because you bring nothing to the table. It's not because all men are toxic and all women are crazy. It's not because no one in your city is honest or seriously looking. It's none of that. It's just at this moment in time, on this particular day, you're single because you're single. Literally, that is it. It's like looking at your schedule for this week. You know, it's be like this week I have yoga on Tuesday. I have happy hour with coworkers on Friday. And then on Saturday, I'm doing dinner with friends. That's your schedule this week. But next week, that's not your schedule. It changes, right? So talk to me then, right? It's kind of a similar idea, right? It's today on this day, you are single because you are single. That is it. And of course, there are nuances here with certain people, you know, should be single because they have things they're wrestling with. But broad strokes here, if you're kind of frustrated with your relationship status, I think that's the most healthy response. You're single because you're single. And I think about it like this, like fast forward to someday in the future. You you do that. Fast forward to someday in the future. At that point in time, you're going to look back and think it's such an absurd question. Why are you single? Because in that future moment, 
you won't be single. And you're going to look back and realize that so much of about dating, so much about relationships is it's about luck, it's about timing, and it's about intention. And frankly, yeah, you need all those to align. And when they don't, when they don't align, you're single. And that's it. But when they do, you're not single. And that's all there is to it. There's no deeper meaning. There's no assumptions about yourself. There's no narrative about how hopeless you are. There's none of that. Like, that's always been my take. That's always been my perspective. And again, I'm wired, hopelessly optimistic. But it's offered me and a lot of the people who read my stuff and and all that a lot of calm. And I think it could do the same for you. But I want to dive into it a bit more in this episode. I want to highlight some of the reasons why we allow ourselves to feel bad about being single. Why we allow ourselves to feel less or frustrated because of our relationship status. Frankly, why we buy into this stigma that I don't think we should. And I can't just tell you what I think your response to being single should be. Like, not everyone can just flip a switch and do that. What we need to do is address the underlying reasons why we feel a certain way. We need to look those things in the face and say, oh, it's because of this thing that I've made. It's because of this negative assumption I've made about myself. That's why I feel so bad. I don't deserve to feel this way, but I've allowed this assumption to coerce me into feeling this way. And it's this is the way that you break something down where you can actually change your opinion of yourself. And in this case, change your opinion of being single. So what are some of those reasons? Well, I think without surprise that a lot of the pressure we feel to not be single, a lot of the pressure we feel to make assumptions about ourselves as a result of being single Well, that's associated with how old we are, right? There's no getting around the fact that as you progress into your 20s and 30s and beyond, that there is 100% a social expectation that you hit certain milestones, expectations, that you progress in your life. I think that's always going to be there. We can't erode that fact. But I think I can help you remember something that I always, always, always bring up, and it's going to be helpful. And it's going to start with a cliche, so don't tune out, but it is empowering. And that is, of course, that there is no right time for anything in life. There's no right timing. We think there is, but there really isn't. And the way that I remember this, like actually remember it, is I do a little exercise. I fast forward in my head. I fast forward 20 years from now, and I look back. And now, in this moment today... You might be frustrated that you're single. You might be on the edge of thinking it's all hopeless. You don't want to be single. You're annoyed that you are. You're constantly disappointed in other people. That might be your status today. But fast forward and then look back 20 years from that moment. What do you think you're going to regret? Do you think you're going to look back and regret being single? Do you think you're going to look back and regret these days today in which you're single? You're going to look back and regret that you know, you had that three-year, four-year, maybe even 10-year period of being single. Do you think you'll regret that? My answer is no. I almost guarantee you, you won't. And I've spent a lot of time with this little exercise here, talking to people uh, older than me, talking to people who are married, talking to my parents, talking to my parents' parents, talking to older generations. And I ask them this question. And amongst the things they tell me that they do regret, because everyone has regrets in life, Amongst the things they tell me they regret, I'm telling you that this is not one of them. I've literally never heard anyone say, 
looking back that they regret the years that they were single. It's just not on the list. It's just not even the realm of possibility. What they do regret, though, looking back, is staying in toxic relationships, is putting up with people who are beneath them, is putting too much focus and effort and energy into people that don't deserve them, is not taking advantage of being single. That's a big one I hear. Another big one I hear is they regret thinking that a relationship is everything, is being consumed by the need to be in a relationship. I've heard those a lot. But that's literally the opposite of what we're stressed out about now, right? And these are regrets, again, when I hear and I ask people to do this exercise, these are the regrets I hear time and time and time again. And it's really eye-opening to do this yourself and also ask other people because it really should offer you a sense of peace. Realizing that, yeah, it's of course okay to be human and to be frustrated, but you really do have the gift of time. And it's not like a patronizing thing to say, you know, I'm not saying here, oh, don't be sad, you won't be single forever. It's not that really, because that that is kind of, ugh. but it is a reminder along those lines that your timing is your timing. And if you have an underlying foundational belief that you will get it right eventually, then you can realize that this isn't something that's going to stick around forever. It's not going to be an area of regret in your life. And if your goal in life, maybe similar to mine, is to live a life where you have no regrets, then you're in good shape. And that's a calming thought. Because despite what the stigma wants you to think, you're not falling behind. You're not missing out. But it's so easy to feel that way. Of course, it's like social media, friends, family. Really, the odds are stacked against you. <laughs> Everything, everyone, culture itself, media, movies, they set these predetermined timelines and expectations and milestones for you. And I'm not going to lie, it takes a very strong and very confident person to not assume those expectations as their own. But I think that could be you. I think you can. Truthfully, you you take the time to listen to a podcast like this. You've invested in your, in your self-awareness, in your mental health, in your intention. You can do it. You can realize that there's no right way to do anything. There's no right timeline for anything. And most of all, being single is not something you're ever going to regret. Hey, real quick, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And, you know, if you're like me, you're always wishing for more time in life, right? Like, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time to do blank. I wish, I wish, I wish. And as much as practically having a couple more hours in a day would be cool, a bit more time to do what we love instead of jobs and responsibilities, it begs the question, what would we do with that time? Not just wishful, I want more time, but for what? What would I do with that time? What really matters to me? What brings me joy? What enhances my life instead of just filling time and space with? Well, to answer that question, I think therapy can help. Therapy can help you find what matters so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash New Mindset today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash New Mindset. 
Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Hero Bread. And something I'm into lately, as simple as it sounds, is toast. A nice toasted piece of bread, so simple, maybe some butter, maybe some jam, but just toast. It's the best. But as someone who is making an effort to invest in my health and fitness and diet, the carb fear is real. And the result is I don't get to enjoy a nice piece of toast as often or as guilt-free as I'd like. So I'm definitely grateful for Hero Bread. Their bread options have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and it's high in fiber. It's got the same soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a BLT or a burrito or a burger or toast. And they were kind enough to send me some loaves, and I can attest to it being the same experience I crave, but now guilt-free. They also sent me some tortillas, which are great. They have bread loaves, buns, biscuits, tortillas, anything to match your bread cravings. So don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code newmindset at checkout. That's newmindset at h-e-r-o dot c-o. And another thing here to consider is that in the same way I think it's helpful to do this, this exercise where you fast forward and look back, do it again, but with a subtle nuance here. Fast forward and picture, generally speaking, your partner your soulmate, the person that you're going to meet. Ask yourself, would you say that that person, when you find them or when they find you, that that person is more or less a complete person, that they've grown, that they've matured to get to that point? Would you say that that's your vision for them, that they love themselves, they know what they stand for, they have values, they have dreams, they have personality, they have confidence, they walk with their head up, they've learned from their past, they've matured. Would you say that about that person? Probably, right? You'd probably say that's what you want. You'd probably say that's what you deserve in a person. Okay, well now think about yourself. To make that your reality, to make that work, that needs to be you. It does. Cheesy line here, but a healthy, long-lasting relationship needs to be too whole people coming together, not two halves coming together, not two people with no sense of identity coming together. It needs to be two people who have put in the work, who are putting in the work themselves, individually, alone. And right now, in this moment, you have this amazing opportunity to do that. Not that you won't have things that you always need to be working on, of course. No one is a full, complete, perfect person. But your life's path the longer it is, the more winding it is, it's providing you with those things. It's making you more full. In the same way that you just said you want that in a partner, look in the mirror. It's amazing. That's you. You're becoming that person. I think that's amazing. It's, you know, for every failed date, for every failed relationship, failed in quotes, for every frustrating period where you're single but you don't want to be, you are literally building yourself up into this whole person. Not perfect, whole. And it's an amazing thing. You are finding, you're building your confidence. You're realizing that some people do not deserve you. You're finding what your love language is, what it really is. You're learning what your attachment style is, what it really is. That is powerful. And going into a new relationship with that whole understanding of yourself I mean, I can't think of something better than that. It literally takes, it will take the learning curve out of your future perfect relationship. I really believe that. 
And of course, I get it. Again, I tried to preface this by saying this is my perspective. It's a very glass half full perspective. But consider this. I'm basically saying, you know, your failed relationships are preparing you for a final one. And that's cheesy. But follow me with that. If you can suspend your cynicism for just one minute, because I've always been quite cynical. If you can do that for a minute and believe that statement, which I hope you're at least willing to do, it then means that no time is wasted, that no regret is to be had of your single years. It means you're simply taking this time to level up and level up and level up so that in the future, there is no more learning curve in your relationships, no more moments of being like, ah, what do I want? I don't know what I'm doing because these years you're learning it and your person that person you're going to meet because you have faith you will eventually, they're doing the same thing. I don't know about you, that feels great to me, knowing that this time is serving a purpose. And time that serves a purpose is never something you'll regret. But again, that's a choice you have to make. You can be human just like everyone else, myself included. You can assume the negative things, you could assume you're missing out. You can assume you're falling behind. You can assume that people in relationships are happier than you. All those things. And that's okay. You know, there's nothing, you're not a bad person for thinking those things. You're just human. You could do that. Or you can take a look at what you have right now. Not what you don't have, but what you have. <laughs> and realize that all of the cliches are true. Being single is an amazing time to be selfish, to focus on you, to focus on what you want, to figure out what you need, and everything in between. It's true. But more so, let's remember what right now is not. It's not a time you'll regret. I mean, how could it be? How could this be a time you'll regret? How could you possibly ever look back and regret being able to do whatever you want to do? Become whoever you want to become. Figure out whatever it is you need to figure out. What a gift that is. And of course, there is pressure. There are expectations. There's unfair pressure. But do you buy into it? Do you hear that pressure and then allow it to become your own pressure that you put on your own shoulders? Well, I think that's up to you. And it's not easy to block this, of course. But what you can do is realize what being single doesn't make you. Sometimes that, that exercise is easier. Being single doesn't make you a failure or falling behind. It doesn't make you unlovable or some weirdo. And most of all, the biggest one that I think attaches to us and is really difficult to let go of, being single doesn't make you lonely. It might make you alone, but that doesn't mean you're lonely. And of course here, I want to be careful with these words because you might very well feel lonely and I would never want to invalidate your feelings or anything more serious than that. But I think it would behoove all of us to take a step back and challenge how we feel. It's so easy when you're single to latch onto words like lonely. I am lonely. It's easy to assume that the lack of a partner in your life, the pressure to find that person all the things I've been talking about here, that those things make you lonely. But I think if you can challenge that with the exercises I've been referring to here, you might realize that, yes, you very well feel alone. Yes, it might. It's, it would be great if you had someone. It'd be great if you had a best friend, someone to count on, someone who's there for you, yes. But does not having that person right now make you lonely? A lonely person. That is someone who lacks truly everything in life. 
I don't know. You have to ask yourself that question. What do you lack when you're single? When you're single, you just lack a partner in this moment right now, not forever, not because of a certain reason, just in this moment. Again, you're single because you're single. That's it. It doesn't mean you lack motivation or vision or happiness or worth. You're not just sitting around. You're not moping around. You're doing the work. You have a job, friends. You have things that make you happy. And yes, in the future, all of those things will be enhanced by someone else. But in the present, you're not broken. There's nothing to fix. You're just single. At this point today, at this point in time, you're single. Even if you'd rather not be. But you're building your own definition of happiness and fulfillment. And while you do that, you're open to finding someone else, having them join up with you, and they're, amp- they're going to amplify the happiness you have. But that doesn't mean you're lonely. You can be alone, like quite literally, maybe emotionally, but that doesn't mean you can't have the most amazing, fulfilling, growth-oriented years in your life, knowing full well that in the near future, you're going to find someone who did the same, who is working, just as you are to become full. And in that moment, you'll join together. And you'll avoid all of the bullshit of two halves coming together. You're two whole people coming together. And I don't know about you, but that, like, that just makes me feel peaceful and calm. That the work you're putting in today is literally going to save you so much emotional and energetic frustration in the future. That sooner rather than later, you're going to find someone and you're going to be on the same page. There won't be any, ah, I'm not looking for a relationship. I don't know what I want. I don't know how to communicate. There won't be. Because you've been trusting your path and tuning out the pressure, and that person has been doing the same, and it's going to be amazing. And I know this isn't easy. I know this is a very optimistic view of life, but consider it. You have a choice to make of how you see yourself and how you see your relationship status. It really is a choice. And it's not easy because some people have been beaten up to this point, really frustrated, been treated poorly. Maybe that's you. But the flip side what a power move it is in life to get to this point, to be frustrated, to be ready to quit, to have people wanting you to make a conclusion about yourself, all of that, but to have a smile on your face and just be like, that's okay. This is not a period of my life that I'm ever going to regret. And you repeat that in times where you feel this pressure, where you hear this question, why are you single? You say, I will not regret this time. And you say that because you have faith in who you are. And that even if you are single in this moment today, that's fine. That's great. Because that's all it is. It's not a reflection of your worth or who you are or your future. Because you believe in your timeline and that's all that matters. So that's it. Just something to think about. I hope this is helpful in some small way. If it was, I'd love it if you'd share this podcast with a friend. Don't forget to visit newmindsetwhodis.com. Pick up a journal or you could pick up single as your superpower there. But that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for giving the show a five-star rating and review. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, that's it. Until next episode, I'm out.
Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 